What's up party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as 5, 6, 7, 8. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to the very talented dancer and choreographer, Michael Naylor. We get a bit deep in this program, in this program, in this episode, in this podcast. Um, we kind of talk a little bit about Michael's journey. Um, I ask him questions about some of his choices of dance and why he chose to go down certain avenues. Um, I had a great time talking to him. I can't really tell you about the specific topics because I feel like we jumped all over the place. But I had such a fantastic time. Michael is a very inspiring dancer for me. Um, I admire his work a lot. Um, and his work ethic a lot, and how hard he works, and he trains his ass off. Um, So I hope you enjoy, and I hope you are inspired. Here is the one, the only, Michael Naylor. That's hip-hop. Boom, we're in. Boom. Boom. Um, And today I have the incredible talent, incredibly talented Michael Naylor who's hitting like a yoga position then in front of me um bro thank you so much thank Thank you for letting me into your new beautiful home thank you for having me on the podcast what a treat my absolute pleasure I've wanted to have you on for ages now I think like over a year when you were doing bat I really wanted to talk to you you just never got around to it and then obviously 2020 happened 2020 happened I think this is like my first in-person podcast I've done since February or March? Oh my. It's weird because I've been watching or listening to loads of podcasts and they're all via Zoom. Yeah. So you'll have this like weird kind of uh, like transitional gaps where no one talks and stuff. And yeah. And you yeah. you can just tell even doing it, it's not the same no. energy. No, Although um, some of them is dope because like I've literally got like my pajama bottoms on and then a nice t-shirt so they look like I'm dressed. Yeah. yeah but yeah. <laughs> I'm not. So I've actually, well, I would say I put effort in today, but I've really not. Oh, mate. You've got the hoodie on. You've got the hoodie on representing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. And to be in your home. Um, so, Michael, you are a dancer. I am a dancer. A just choreographer. About. Yeah, sometimes. An assistant choreographer as well. Sometimes, uh, yeah. And just a very creative human. Um, when I think of you as a dancer, I have a kind of different view of how you dance compared to and train, I guess, as to how most people do. And I kind of see you in a kind of a Frankie J kind of-esque. I would take like, that as a massive compliment, but yeah. Kind of like yeah. uh, j- jumps from 
style to genre to whatever you're kind of feeling mm. and you haven't had like the traditional training route as a i guess how people would know you as a commercial dancer yeah i'm assuming that's how people would know you right yeah I or so. or now as kind of going into more freestyly kind of mm. stuff but you know you've trained in contemporary and all these different things and not just from a going to college standpoint you actually chose that as your yeah your option in college right yeah i chose contempt well i went into college um sort of not knowing what to do and I ended up being like hey i think i'm going to try and be a contemporary dancer um so yeah i was like i'm just going to go i think i can say this balls to the walls um i was just like i'm going to go for it let's be a contemporary dancer uh and it was hard it was real hard and i don't have great technique so i was like here we go let's give this a go and then i tore my knee really badly um and then after surgery i was like i don't think i can be a contemporary dancer because you just have to be like you have to be so good man and yeah. you have to your physicality and like the stuff that you need to be able to do with your flexibility and all the rest of it i just wasn't i just didn't have it but w what made you choose that like say so you do three you did three years at studios we'll go to We'll go back to before how you mm. got into studios in a moment, but you went to studios, you did three years there, and in your second year, you get to choose what yeah, you're going to, yeah. I guess, I want to say major in. But yeah, it's, right like, it's like what you think is going to be best for your life, I guess, at the time. And I think it's less, for me, it was less like a, I know I've just contradicted myself because I said I wanted to be a contemporary dancer, but it was also more of like a, a lifestyle choice because the teachers that were teaching the contemporary section were like people that I really respected and had like a... Um, uh, just, just sort of had like a positive effect on my life and who I was as a human being. So I think it was more of like, I want to be around that and those type of people mm -hmm. as much as it was like, I want to try and, you know, get really good at Cunningham or Graham or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, I, I found it a really interesting choice because like, I know the majority of boys that were in your year, well, all the ones which, you know, we've danced all, all as a collective, like, you know, George, Joe, like you yeah. lot, they all were like, they all went down the jazz, yeah, jazz course. co. Yeah, jazz co. Good old jazz co. But not with the intention, obviously, to be a jazz dancer, but no. it's, you're That's more likely to do a commercial hip-hop stuff down that mm. route. Um, and I was always curious as to why you went the other way. Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, I was curious at the time as well. But yeah, I think it was just like a human choice of being like, I think this will make me a better human being if I take myself away from trying to look good in a mirror. And trying to like find out who I am a bit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because um, I think commercial dance sometimes can get quite um, not self-absorbed. That's the wrong word, but uh, and I hadn't said but that. But that's correct. But yeah, that's yeah. Correct. No, but it is. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of like at times you you have to be, you know, very confident in your image and and what you're portraying and all the rest of it. Um, and I think with contemporary dance, I just sort of wanted to to find out who I was a bit. And I think actually that was the first year. The th my third year was the first year that I actually f like started to find out who I was as a human being at all. Like mm -hmm. I started to be fucking. Oh, sorry, no, fuck, no swear. you can say shit, bugger, pee, piss, poo. You can say whatever you want. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you prepared you. that. Um, yeah, it's the first time I started being like actually seeing people and like uh, sort of knowing who I was a bit. I mean, it's still a long way to go, but it was the first time I kind sort of got into that. So I think that's probably why it was less dance and more like maybe I should get out the mirror. Yeah. yeah. What What do you think? about that made you start finding yourself i don't know man you, you, obviously the, it's got to, it's got no, to go deeper than just yeah, dance no, no, no. right it, but the training is like the training is about your who you are just as much as it is about what you're doing physically mm -hmm. so i think you know in a contemporary dance space as a commercial dancer you are portraying what they want you to portray mm -hmm. you said this is the image we're trying to look you know uh this is the context of the the scene or the number or whatever 
Um, whereas in the contemporary dance, it's very much like bare space. Who are you as a human? Mm. What can you bring to the space? What energy do you have? You know, all that sort of stuff, that kind of stuff. And I think that's what drawn me towards it more than the the kind of the shape side of commercial dance. Yeah. That makes sense. And I guess, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm just spitballing, but like when we think of um, whether you're going down a route of jazz or commercial, majority of the time we're trying to portray what we've been asked to portray in front of us, right? Yeah, I think Whereas, so. And I guess the image is always to look cool. Yeah, I think a lot of the time it is. Um, uh, again, Even within movement, it's to yeah. look cool, like to do cool moves. Yeah, do yeah 100%. Whereas c- contemporary is very much, there's a disconnect. It's like there's no mm. right or wrong. Yeah, 100%. Like, even when it comes to having technique, like you'll do te- technical-based movements, to say, mm. with bad technique, but it's still classed as okay because yeah, it's your it's interpretation of it. 100%. It's a lot yeah. freer, right? Yeah, I would say so. Depends on Depends on what, again, what style or what teacher and what, piece or whatever else yeah. but then most of the time because if I it's for lisa phillips that's that's the piece i wasn't doing mate that's the piece <laughs> i didn't get into um but yeah i don't know if you know liam france do you remember liam francis yes, of course um so liam uh, for me is like probably the best one of the best dancers in the uk for definite um but he went into college as a street dancer or hip-hop yeah, dancer. Nation, liam, yeah like. <laughs> Nation, liam exactly and now he's like one of the top dons at Rombert. And if you watch him dance now, you're like, he has no barriers to what he does. And you watch him and you're like, that is insane. Like yeah. what he can create and what his body can do. And obviously he can hit every beat in a song if he wants to, but it's the choice of being like, I don't need to do that because I'm comfortable enough to, to dance how I want to yeah. dance. You know what I mean? But I think the same thing about that with you. And that's why I think it's so interesting that you chose a contemporary, I guess, route through co- towards the end of college and I think that's what adds to your favor now as a dancer or a mover or however you want to call it because you have such a unique way of moving mm. even though you still have the skills and the the assets to go okay you want me to hit a b c d like you can mm. still do all those things but you also have that other that other yeah. texture which most most dancers don't have like I certainly don't have it I went to college to do contemporary but maybe didn't apply myself and that was never a goal my mm. goal was always to go how do I end up behind Kylie Minogue yeah, how do yeah. I end up behind whoever mm. I want to be uh, the dancer who is super duper clean and blends in with everyone but you do have that element of both and I do feel like that's something that lacks I feel like in our definitely in this country we have either one or the other I think it works for you and against you sometimes though because I think and I'm not saying I'm the 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 king of what you've just described but I think sometimes you get pigeonholed a bit because you people say oh you're that guy that does contemporary or whatever like Mm -hmm. that you can't that maybe you can't do a b c and d or maybe that you're not right for that job because you're adding this or you are this person or you know there's 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 a lot of pigeonholing in dance for sure. Yeah. And I think um, uh, I've always tried to be as open as possible and just be like, I'm just going to rock up to this audition and see if I can do these shapes like Spice Girls. I was not, I don't know how I managed to book it, but like it was not what my, it's not what my body wanted to do at the time, especially the first two rounds. I was like, this is very alien to my yeah. body. But, but it's weird because you say that, but even if you think, if I said Naylor's going to do Spice Girls, my brain would go, well, you'll definitely be able to do it, but it's just not what I foresee you doing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? For sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just, um, I think my my love for movement always comes first. And I think 
whether that's contemporary or whatever else, I think that's sort of my main thing. So I'll always put that as priority as just moving, mm. as moving for movement's sake, just because I like moving to music. And I think the second side of that is like, someone gives me something to do and I want to be able to achieve it the way they, they want to see it. Do you mm. know what I mean? So I think there's like, there's both sides of it. Whereas I'm just as content in my garden dancing around with my eyes closed as I am, you know. Which, if they follow you on Instagram, they've seen. Yeah, they've seen that enough <laughs> like, times. I mean, I did it last night for like three hours. Um, but yeah, I'm just as content doing that as I am like trying to perform in front of 85,000 people. You know, I think probably more so I'm more content in my garden than I am yeah. on that stage, which is, I think is for dancers or for, for working dancers yeah. definitely is not a thing. Yeah, like, well, it, yeah. It's, it's becoming more of a thing for me now. Mm. Um, as I've started to make dance more about me again and mm. less about uh, being successful. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I said, my goal was always to be behind the star. So yeah. it was kind of a selfish, like, I need the, and I've said it before on here, like, I, I want the stand innovation. Yeah, like, even yeah. rehearsals, like, I've never really enjoyed rehearsals. Mm. I've always been a bit like, can we just get to the fun bit? Yeah. And, you know, people are the other way around. People yeah, love yeah. the rehearsals and Process, the creative yeah. side. And I'm like... I've always tried to be the person I want to pick it up as quick as possible and be able to execute as quick mm. as possible because those were the skills I was told I needed mm -hmm. when I said I want to be a dancer behind an yeah, artist. Yeah. They were, I was told, well, this are the things you need to be good at. So mm -hmm. they're, the, they're the sole things I worked on. Yeah, which you got good at though. Yeah, yeah, got, for yeah, sure. You, yeah. But then I lack in other areas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but we all lack in... Of uh, course. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I know what you're saying. They're the things that you were like, this is my... This is my way of getting to this point. Here's the the goal. I know the I know the way to get there. So I'm just going to be really good at executing that, and then I'm going to get the praise when I get to the end of it. And also the praise, like I know you said about the stand ovation, but that plays a huge part in dance. Let's not ignore the fact that like oh. we want people to say that we're good at it. Like yeah, I yeah. want people to go, yo, that was really fucking good. Yeah. Like I think it's easy to say because um, I'm quite an internal mover or whatever, or like I like my own space. But I also like people being like, yo, what you just did was really fucking good. Yeah, of course. So otherwise, why would you push yourself to get better? Yeah, because that's, the, you know, you, you're, you're working on a skill set, but you could just be happy with your skill set as it is mm. and, and enjoy moving. But actually, you improve your skill set as much as you possibly can so that when you do move, you move as well as you possibly can and do the best things you can. Because at the end of the day, sometimes people are going to see it and they're going to go, yo, that was sick. Yeah. And, and it feels you, good. Yeah, like it feels Because nice. if they went, yeah. yo, that was trash. Yeah, you'd feel You'd shit. be devastated. Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, but and I they have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, but I loved it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and it will take away a bit of that, yeah. that love then, right? And I think the, that's, the, that's such a huge conversation because that's the one that I'm trying to find now is that if people go, yo, that was trash, I just want to be like, yeah, cool, man. It was. I'm okay with that. Like, I want yeah. it to feel good. I feel like now I've got, um, I'm, obviously, we're all students. We're all still growing. But now I've got a certain skill set. I want to be okay to just be like, nah, man, I'm just going to do me for a bit. And if you are if you don't think it's that great, no stress. Like, that's all good. Yeah. <laughs> which which, yeah. which is definitely a thing in, in, in culture in general, in life. Mm. But definitely in our industry. Like, if someone's the top dog at jazz funk and someone else is at hip-hop they're probably not going to really like what each other does like yeah, you know what i mean they might think sure. it's trash they might respect it and go you're good at it yeah but they're yeah. not necessarily going to like it and that um that kind of very opinionated yeah so culture. Opinionated. dance culture is so opinionated and i also think i always say this when i go and teach in colleges and stuff like that is like you can have a dude in your college class and you're like 
oh man, he's not good at what I'm teaching. But that dude could be the best singer in the whole college. Happens to me every, like, uh, when I teach at Wilkes, it happens at every single one. Mm. I'm like, why aren't they putting effort in? Like, it's just a warm up. Come on, don't be la- lazy. You want to do this for a career. Da, da, mm. da. Then twos, twos, I hear him do a monologue. Yeah, or I hear like, him sing and I go, Ah, uh, uh, now I get it. Yeah, and I'm like, you still need to be good at this. Yeah, because yeah. Still work on it. Like still put your effort. Bruno into Mars it. is Bruno Mars because he can two step as well. For sure. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I get but, it now. Because I think it's so that we have this judgment of being like, ah, oh, like we were talking just before this podcast about saying I fear going to new classes now. Yeah. Because realistically, I fear looking bad. That's the reason. Yeah. Because I fear being so far out of my comfort zone that I don't like. I'm not like. I'm not good at it in any way, shape or form. And I think what I respect is that dancers that just go, cool, man, I'm just going to drop into this tap class and I'm just going to see if I can tap and just try and learn that. Yeah. Uh, also, that was on your John's podcast. I was yeah. just listening to when you learned to tap. Oh, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm um, still doing I'm horrendous, yeah, yeah. but I, I like it. No, but I, I rate that. I rate like being like, cool, I'm going to be bad at this. I'm going to be vulnerable yeah. and I'm just going to give it a go. Yeah, yeah, I'm being taught from a 17-year-old who was first year at college that I teach. Yeah. But in tap world, he's world champion. Yeah, like, exactly. And, so, and it's that thing, right? Yeah. It's like he's great at that. It's the same as like the singing conversation. Mm. He's good at my stuff, but not fantastic. But mm. at his stuff, I'm trash. Yeah, like, 100%. <laughs> but we as dancers, we go, that we just see it as face value and we say, oh, this person's trash at this. Mm. Well, bullshit. I don't care if you're trash at that. You might be the best human being. You might be the best at this. I I think it's so, um, it's such an industry where we face value, like, um, skills as who you are as a human being. So, like, we go, oh, that person is so good at that. He must be a fucking, like, he must be a G. He must be this. He must be that. No, I just want to, like, on a human level first, like, what are you, who are you? And then I want to see you as a dancer. And I think that's kind of where I went, going back to the contemporary route. That's kind of what I'm like trying to find now and trying to why I went down that route is being like I can see a commercial dancer and I can see you smize and I know that you're good at that and I can see that you're banging at steps but like I want to talk to you and find out who you are and then I think I'll appreciate you even more because I know how like on a level that you're you're a G do you know what I mean yeah yeah that's a weird way of going around no it's not because I guess uh, sometimes and it's, it's certainly happened to me especially when I went to LA um dancers which i admire or choreographers that mm. i admire and i'm like oh my god they're the best i can't wait to get in a studio with them and then a conversation after class makes me go oh, oh devastated yeah. like you're not the the hero i'd built yeah, you up to yeah, be yeah which you is know? such a shame and and fine if that's not who they were on the day or if that's not who yeah they yeah are, it's a fine. moment yeah yeah but like i think i've based my whole life around dancing and actually what I should have done is based my life around life and dancing should have been a, more of a, like, uh, just a part of it mm-hmm. in a sense. And I think now I'm trying to go to like, trying to find the human side of it first. And then the dance comes, comes second. And actually I think the more I can strip that back, which again, I've got a long, long way to go. Cause I still have to close my eyes in class sometimes and be like, yo, I can't look at myself in the mirror at that point. Um, but like the more I do that, the more I think, um, I'll feel I'll find new ways of growing my dance and growing who I am as an artist and blah 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 that side of things do you think that is partly due that you feel that way now because you've kind of achieved some of the success that you were always aiming for yeah maybe now you've now you've achieved those things Mm. that you were maybe aiming to when you were just thinking of yourself as a dancer and basing life around dance as opposed to life now you've achieved those things do you think now you now that gives you the the ability to go okay that's what that feels like but was it sincere was it real 
like yeah. how do I feel because I feel that way certainly and mm -hmm. I've said it quite a few times on here like losing my brother was the game changer for that for me I stopped thinking about me as a dancer and I started thinking about me as a human and mm. actually what do I value and yeah, yeah, yeah I value yeah. dance but I value my the things that most humans have way more now yeah 100%. you know and it took something really drastic for me to figure uh -huh. that out do you think yours is now just because you've maybe achieved you know some of the success as a dancer that you wanted to achieve yeah i do think that's a big thing i think it strips away your insecurities to a certain extent because you you just go like cool i'm comfortable now because i you know and i hate to be like actually if you check my cv i'm uh, you know i'm i'm fine but like um i think that plays a part in it because i less i have this like i don't have the same sort of hunger to impress people as i used to when i was a kid um so i think you can just sit back and be like I know who I am more. I know that I'm, I've, I've achieved what I want to achieve. Exactly what you said. I'm just sort of putting more yeah. words to it. But yeah, I think that definitely plays a part in it. Whereas now I just feel like I don't care if you are judging me on this class because I'm, I'm comfortable in what I've achieved. Yeah. I'm comfortable with who I am now. Do you know what I mean? Because if you'd said to like yourself straight out of college, if oh, someone no. had said to you, you need to figure yourself out as a person before you sit down, no you'd be like, I ain't got time for that. No way, mate. Like, I, I didn't. I didn't yeah. like... And again, um, I'm, so, I'm sorry to hear about your brother, but the, this is, doesn't compare to it in any way. But I had two quite like, not major, but two quite big knee surgeries, but I had mm -hmm. to spend like nine months not dancing. And I think those both periods of like nine, 10 months were huge openness to me as a human being and just made me value. I think if I didn't have those periods of time, I wouldn't have seen the life aspects. I would have just carried on being that guy that was just desperate to get a job and desperate to be in class. And but blah, you've blah. seen your life without dance. Yeah, exactly. You've got to experience exactly. your life without dance. Exactly. Whereas before that, no, that's all life was, that's right? You thought, yeah, that's like, I was like, if I'm not, if I'm not that guy behind that artist, then I'm, I'm shit. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm shit. a shit then human. Trash. Like, Back to being yeah. Trash, yeah. But yeah, I think that the, I just got to experience more of my life without it. And also it gave me the drive to be like, this is now I know my relationship more with it. I, I need it and I want it in my life, but I don't have to like, it doesn't have to be every day, nine till six, you know, mm. I can just sort of like treat it how I want to treat it now. Yeah. Cause I, uh, when I teach at colleges and like, especially speaking to students, like you hear the problems that they face on a day to day. And now as a 30 year old, I go, that's not a problem. Yeah, of course. Like they're like, I wasn't picked for Mark Webb's piece. or I wasn't yeah. picked for <laughs> Tina's piece. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm not, I'm not in the main part of move yeah. it. And it's crazy. Cause I see how consumed their life is with yeah. that is, that is the goal. Yeah. That is what they have to achieve. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's a great thing to be able to have to, to chase for mm. something. But it's like, if they don't meet their own expectation of getting so that role, you can see how hard it is to yeah. them. And, you know, I want to go to them. It's okay. Yeah. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, when I was at college, I wasn't in any pieces. Like, I was trash. <laughs> yeah, like, I was trash. Like, my teacher didn't put me in any of the good shit. Like, mm. I was always the extra person on the side, which, like, held mm. a prop or something. Because <laughs> it wasn't what I was good at. Yeah. But I never let that... Uh, justify or determine yeah, who yeah. i am you yeah, know? yeah um and it's interesting because i feel like i always saw the bigger picture after as opposed to in that moment mm. but lots of people don't see no. past that you know but again that's a time and a place thing because actually that kid that but i was just, i was the same as you i remember getting cut from um i don't know if that's my front door but we're gonna let that go sorry <laughs> so pizza excuse, being excuse delivered. The podcast. <laughs> um but yeah i remember being uh 
in college and being like, we did this jazz piece for Alison Dubois. Do you remember Alison Dubois? No. Ah, oh, she was our jazz teacher. Uh, but she did like the movie. Alison, sure. Ali, Ali did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she did the move it piece, and uh, I remember her saying, "Cool, so uh, in the next rehearsal, I'm gonna have to cut a few people from this number." Obviously, I knew it was me already. Like, I thought you don't need to. You could just say it now, mate. I'm okay with it. Um, and anyway, so she got there to the next rehearsal. She was like, "Okay, we're gonna go through it once, and then once we've gone through it, I'll just pick the people that we're uh, gonna have to leave the section." <laughs> and I thought this is utterly pointless. Like, I know what's gonna happen. Um, and it was at that point where she cut me and I was like, all I could do was smile because I was like, I can either get really pent up about this and be like, you've hurt my feelings, you did it. I was like, no, I know what I'm not good at. I know what I am good at right now. Mm. I'm comfortable enough. Now I'm going to push through and just get better at it in my own time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and I think what happens in college or especially for younger people now is they just see, like you said, they see like you have to be at the finish line already. Mm. Bro, just take your time, man. Well, yeah. and I also think that's due to the culture of dance now with like social media, right? Mm, like we're, we're constantly seeing this people's successes. We're constantly seeing like, say, I mean, we can go on about it forever, but like you'll see like class videos and you'll see people get picked out because they're killing it. Mm. And then automatically you compare yourself to that. Yeah, of course. D- do you know what I mean? I, I have to come off social media. Like I post every once a month or whatever, but I have to come off social media because it just... I actually find it quite harmful for my life personally because mm. I do exactly that and I should feel comfortable enough to not compare my life but I compare it I think yo these kids I see people that are 19, 20 doing shit that I just can't do and I'm like ah do I want to do that? you know yeah, you, yeah. Get in the, you get in your mind it's like should I go to that class mm-hmm. and do I want to try and do that? but actually I don't want I don't, I don't need that I don't want to do it for my life but just seeing it every day trying to- makes you think oh I'm doing something wrong I should be doing more I should be doing this and I think yeah, I find I find I respect people that are, that are younger. That it doesn't hurt their ego or their self confidence or anything at all. That they can just post whatever they want. Good for you, man. If you've got that, sweet. But I, but I don't, I don't think there's that. many people that have that. No, I think we're we're sold that people have that. They don't yeah. care, but they they for Everyone sure do. Yeah. Because like, um, and me and John have said it before. He like we were sat talking and he was like, sorry for putting you on blast, John. He's like, uh, go through find a, a dance class video. Go through the comments. Mm. read all the comments and it's just like constant fire emojis flames it's that constant feedback of gratification right yeah yeah if you think back to our the very beginning of our journey didn't have that no 100% we didn't have that so you only got really I only got a well done if it was from the teacher mate John going back to John if I got a well done from John mate I was over the moon Uh, still now I said to him the other day I was like I posted a video and I probably had like 60 comments of people going Mm. like this is dope da 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 and I was just like cool cool yeah. like it, it means nothing and john commented and it made my day yeah because yeah. it's someone that i actually go wow he doesn't just throw a flame emoji for nothing yeah like, yeah you know what i mean so. someone's a, like you i guess you appreciate yeah that thing but now we're in the world of instant gratification where it's like people just put flames on stuff you probably even if they've not even watched the video yeah 100 percent because you know the person or you're friends with them or yeah. you've watched 10 seconds of it and then gone yeah that's dope but because we didn't have that no. do you feel like do you think a well done before this era it meant more well also it helped you grow because you didn't get the well done you didn't get the it was hard to get a well done yeah but like i remember same for john because john and Ema are my main teachers when i was in college of of that style of, of sort of uh hip-hop or commercial um and i remember just being like at the end of class just just killing myself if i if they were like yo your arms are too weak or you know you're not dancing big enough or all the rest of it but that for me was like 
I'm going to show you and I'm going to dance bigger and I'm going to strengthen my arms and I'm going to do this. But now you go online, you can post something that maybe you're not that proud of or maybe that you're okay with or whatever. And everyone says it's great. And then you go, cool, man, I'm sick. Yeah, I'll settle for it. Okay. Yeah. And again, it's not everyone. I'm not just firing shots at the the dance industry because I do it as well. Like I post stuff, we all do it. Um, but I think it's relying on that is what keeps people um, in their box and mm. stops people from growing further, you know? Okay, so imagine, uh, like I'd love to do it. Like I say, we did an experiment and we took, say, uh, 50 dancers who take class regularly. We'll just use bass as an example because it's mm. common ground. Um, say we took all their, we took over all of their social medias, 50 dancers. Um, we turned off the comments. We turned off the like reactions. Mm -hmm. Would they still be as intrigued to make sure they get the class video to oh, post for it? Oh, for sure. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Course. Would they still take class with the same intention? What, what, what things do we think it would change? It would be totally different. You'd go in, it would be a more inclusive, not inclusive, but it would be more a personal experience in class. It would, because you're not thinking about the external. You're not thinking about what other people are going to think of what you're doing. You're thinking about how can I make this feel and be better and da, 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 mm. I think. But also it, the other side to that is the same as what you were saying with John's interview about Wildebeest is that he used YouTube and people like, and stuff like that to push him. Mm -hmm. So actually the purpose of getting a better video made him, he was like, I need to look more fire on camera. Mm. I need to look, so Build it works. Brand. Yeah, yeah, so it's just not, for, it's not me. Yeah, well, that's of course, not, there's, yeah, there's yeah. place for it forever. And, and mm. that's, especially doing the podcast, that's what I've learned. Like, there's no right or wrong. It's just interesting to see people's intentions behind things. Because some people yeah. might only want to be a YouTube star. Yeah, for sure. Like, and they'll make a living from it. And yeah. they'll probably make more than I will dance in for an eye. It's like, 100%. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. props to you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not, it's just not, um, I think it takes, it's not for, for for me personally, and sometimes I think it takes away from the the personal level of dancing. Of like, my favorite memories of dancing, probably was when I was just still training or just finished training, and I used to go. To, I don't know if you remember Madame Jojo's. Yes. But I just like I was like, I was like a kid on ecstasy. I was like, I don't know what's happening here. I'm just like going to these this this club, and dancing with like my favorite dancers until like 3 a.m. in the morning. And just being completely free and just being like, oh, there's no, you can't make a mistake. Like you can just dance how you want to dance. Yeah. Um, and I was like growing because I was like people like Frankie and people like that who were there. I was like, yo, I need, I want to be as good as what you're doing. I want to be as comfortable as what you're doing. So I think they're my favorite memories of being like, that was like a real push through for me of being like, oh, this is dance. Interacting, like exchanging with someone for like 45 minutes until you both can't breathe anymore and you're like tired and I can't dance anymore. Like that was like, oh, this is what people have been doing for centuries. Like this is why people dance around a campfire. This is why people do these things. Yeah. And not just not like in a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and honestly, it like that was that was a big that was a big sort of period in my life that helped me, I think, get out the mirror. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And I think it, that explains a lot because like like you like you said you danced at your garden for three hours on your own last night. Yeah. You still have that. Uh, <laughs> yeah the dancing for yourself i guess yeah, without yeah. it having to be for a specific reason yeah definitely because i i just think that's um i miss doing it with other people sometimes but i i, I think that's if i if i don't want to dance to music uh just because i enjoy it then i don't want to do it as a job you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i don't want to get paid to do it if i don't enjoy it yeah. um so I, I think obviously we do jobs that we don't enjoy but um, damn right <laughs> damn right <laughs> two years of it um but yeah so i think uh just two well <laughs> you lucky boy <laughs> various various years of 
of different levels, yeah. Um, okay, so what made you want to be a dancer then? What made you like go, I'm going to do this for a career? I don't know, man. That's, a, that's such a big question, isn't it? Sorry, I'd not just cut you off straight away, but I think... No, but I was, it is. It's, no, it's, it's because I feel like everyone who... Say they get into dance because they go to their local school and they like it. Mm. You don't know at the age of 10 or 14 that it's going to be a job. No, like you have 100%. no idea. It's just fun. Like I, I'm always intrigued to see what people's turning point is to go, this is going to be my career. Yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, uh, I played a lot of sport when I was a kid. A lot of different sports and stuff. Um, I started dancing and if typical answer, it felt really nice. I was like, oh, this is quite nice. I like performing. I like the sort of creative side of it. Um, and then I think it was just a case of not having a better choice. I didn't have another choice. I was like, I'm not an academic person. I don't want to work in an office. I'm d I can't play the sports to the level that I want to play them at to be paid for them properly. Um, I enjoy dancing. Maybe I could see myself going this way. And then it's less competition. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it was, it wasn't like, I wasn't Billy Elliot. You know what I mean? I yeah. didn't just go, this is electricity and I'm going to do this. Um, <laughs> But it, it was like the thing that, that made most sense to me at the time. Yeah. And then the more I invested in it, the more it made more sense and more sense and more sense. And I think that's sort of how it came about. And I, I, I couldn't say that I was, because I didn't start dancing probably till about 16. Um, it's quite late. Yeah, for, for yeah. that's why I got shit technique. Um, and I think um, that's what, you know, I, uh, and I hated, like I hated when I was 17, 18, going to ballet classes or whatever and being like, the 17, 18 year old boy surrounded by like eight year old girls that can do ballet better than me. Like just being like, I, this is, I hate this. This is not fun. Like my mates would finish football, like a football match and come past and watch me in a pair of tights and a leotard. And I'd just be like, oh man, this, this is. They your bell end. Yeah, of and course, like, of course. Oh. And of course I'm not comfortable enough for myself at the time to be like, no, I'm going to be a dancer. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this feels shit. But the rest of it just sort of made sense to me. So I was like, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to ride this out. And I'm just going to hope that this is the the worthwhile investment that I think it could be, you know? Yeah. And again, it was never money. It was never like, I'm going to invest in this to earn money. I was just like, I like doing this more than anything else. So I want to keep gonna, doing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's what, I mean, uh, that was a big thing when we bought this place. It was like, I never thought I'd buy a house because I just never thought about earning money through dance. I never thought like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make loads of money and, and be a, a rich, famous dancer. I just thought, ah, I just quite like dancing. And let's hope that someone, gonna, someone pays me to do it at yeah, some point. Yeah, if I'm going to do something every day, let's yeah, make sure yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, 100%. So I think, um, and my dad never, my dad wasn't like, you shouldn't be a dancer. But my dad was very much like, you're good at sales and you're good at this thing. And you, you've got a, you know, you've got a gift to your gap in this. And he was very much like, are you sure you want to dance? Because I don't think you're going to make any money. Um, and over time it's just sort of ended up being a career because it's and I'm sure that's not works. him being uh, evil or say that's just being no, realist being real yeah real, because dancers like how many dancers do you know that are, the people around me and my age or, or that I grew up with they all have owned houses for the last three four years they've all like got a kid on the way they've all mm. got like stability that I would never even like I got a car this year for the first time and was like oh my god I got a car <laughs> I was like this is ridiculous like I, I own a car from dance yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's mental like that's that shouldn't be that shouldn't be a conversation or it shouldn't be a feeling you should be able to afford those things because if you worked in a bank no yeah. one would bat an no, eyelid exactly but as a dancer you feel like you've achieved more because it's such a um, well the odds are against you 
Yeah, you know what 100%. I mean? you're, the, you're massively the underdog. Yeah. And again, even being an underdog, I'm quite privileged as an underdog because I come, uh, you know, I've, I, I'm, I'm a lucky underdog in a sense of like, I'm a male for one, which makes dancing. This, yeah, yeah. If, you're in the, if you like dancing, you're a male, automatically you're... 100%. I'm over a certain height, you know. I'm, I'm, I fit a certain frame. All the yeah. rest of it, like, there's like you're not Sean Smith. Yeah, yeah I'm not like. Sean Smith. Poor Sean. How's it? I mean, he's yeah. done so well. On Bless the podcast, him. I said to him, "What's the hardest thing that you faced in your career?" And he was like, "Being this short." Yeah. And I was like, "Touche." And he smashed it, mate. Yeah. And he was one of my favorite performers. I saw him in some like a hip hop like three, four times, and I was just like, "This guy's a G." Yeah, he's the most talented. Yeah. Sp- I, I need to choose my words carefully, but small. A small man, yeah. Man ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, but again, he, probably he had more to overcome, so he worked harder, and, yeah. and that's where he got, yeah. Why'd you go to college then? Just because um, that's where you go, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> it's weird, right? It's like the yeah, formula. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't want to go. I was just told that, it, like, I wanted to yeah. dance behind artists, and I was told that this is the formula. And yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, like, I think that's kind of just, um, it was that point where I either go to a uni and... I study something academic potentially or I just I heard this thing called dance colleges and stuff I was like that sounds great I want to do that every day mm. saw the film Fame for yeah if look, that, if that's what they're yeah, like yeah exactly that looks like my cup of tea but you were yeah. in the first studios building yes, right which was so it fame. was Fame it was like fame. It, now it's not so much yeah, yeah. but the first building in oh, King's mate. Cross like I auditioned there twice and I didn't get in I didn't get in there twice but every time I auditioned I remember going and being like this this is building electric yeah like, it, this was, is, it was this mate, is it was popping as like as people run up and down the stairs in yeah, different yeah. costumes and leotards yeah, yeah, yeah. and people running to get changed and i was like oh my god the energy in here all the sun coming in i yeah. was like this is dope even yeah. though it's dirty and old it was it was yeah it was there the, was something there magical, was magical about that exactly, building man exactly yeah that was really sad when that went actually but it was that building like and also just, there was so much studio like to find a studio space now it's just a joke but in studios oh sorry in london studio center we would be like cool, we've got a three-hour period where we've got free time. Let's just go and find a studio. And we could just train for three hours. Because there was loads. Yeah, that's not a thing now. Like, you can't yeah. just rock up. Uh, we just, we had, we were lucky and we had a lot of opportunity in that college. Um, and that space especially was just like, you wanted to train because everyone else around you was doing a jeté or like, <laughs> there was like a ballet company next door doing the maddest stuff. And you just yeah. like, there was just ins- inspiration everywhere. And I think that's, that's a and at, at, at the time that was like the college oh. like you know I mean it was for me it was you know head and shoulders above everywhere else yeah um what was it like auditioning for it like because I remember my first experiences of auditioning for colleges being like one of maybe two boys out of 30 40 girls yeah shit yeah yeah I was <laughs> young like Bruh, well out of my comfort zone i've got some funny stories from those auditions man um give them to me sir well here's one that i uh remember quite vividly unfortunately is that <laughs> i thought when you sang the song that you had to do a dance with the song <laughs> so whenever i sang oh what a beautiful morning um from oklahoma big tune uh and uh and every college i went to i think i auditioned for four or five colleges and every college I went to, I had a full dance routine as I sang this song. So, and like there was three, I think two or three of the colleges came and they, they like literally physically put their hands on my shoulders and were like, just stand there and sing, mate. 
<laughs> I'm like, you just, just stand still and just try and sing the tune. Because I couldn't sing either. So I was just trying to blag it with some movement. Well, I think that's a good idea. They, they don't yeah, really yeah, bother yeah. about like, your singing anymore. No, but they found it into. I mean, somehow I got into places, but I think it was more through the entertainment value. They probably like, loved that you had the balls to do it. Oh, they laughed at me a lot, mate. Yeah. But I would laugh. Yeah, I would of be course. like, what are you up to, mate? If it, yeah, that was that was one of the bad, uh, but also wonderful memories from auditioning for concerts. That is fantastic. Yeah, it was like, um, for dance terms, I was like doing balances while singing the song. No. And like I had, yeah, I had like a choreographed, sort of like a lyrical number to it. Um, the other memory I have from colleges is like, do you remember you used to have to do solos to audition yes. for? And uh, I didn't know what to do for a solo, so I just picked the most emotional song I could find. And it was like a Sarah Bareilles song. Um, and I just just like threw myself around and basically cried in the studio in each place I auditioned. Because I was like, I'll just sell them. I can't dance. So I'll just sell emotion and hope that they just sort of like accept me on the performance And then level. it finishes and you get up and smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you smile like, and you walk away as if nothing ever happened. Yeah. Complete um, detachment oh, from the mate, song. So weird. So, so weird. Yeah. That's hilarious. I remember uh, auditioning for colleges and had to, um, it was Lane's and we had to go in and sing. And I already was having the worst day ever from the moment I walked through the door. I was like, yeah. the same for me. Um, and, you know, they've made some fantastic dancers, but I just, I'm I'm not clean cut enough for that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, You know, I'm ready to cause Can't trouble. lift my leg that high. Can't lift my leg that high. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not pretty. Yeah. Like, I was actually quite chubby. Like, yeah, they weighed yeah. me when I went in and I was like, this, is, this isn't a good start. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a win. And um, I went to do the song and three times... I got the timing wrong on oh, the intro. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? Three times I got it wrong. Well, by the time I was going to get it right, I was so knocked for confidence. Yeah. So I was like, just yeah, send yeah. me home now. You yeah, know, you're like, yeah. just send me home now. Why am I here? It hurts. And you can see that they're looking at me like, why has he not got this right yet? Yeah. And I was like, I've never done this. Please, I'm like, so sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Mate, singing. I had the same thing. I had the exact same experience with the Hamilton audition is I had to learn like a harmony, harmony parts. For anyone that's auditioned with Hamilton probably knows the process. Um, but yeah, you have to go in and sing these harmony parts and I got the timing wrong literally every time I tried it and bless the guy was like, okay, we're just going to try again. Uh, we'll just try again for the top. I'll count you in. I'll give you like a clear entrance, whatever. But I was just so, I was like shaking like a leaf at the time. Um, and yeah, I missed it three times. And by the, th by the fourth time, I think I tried again and he just carried on playing. Just didn't even look up, just, <laughs> just carried on until I'd finished the song. Finished the song and they were all just like, yep, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, take care. Yeah. It's like, yeah, thank sweet man, sweet. Oh, that's hilarious. That was like two years ago as yeah. well. That wasn't even like, that wasn't, that I wasn't 21. When, yeah. I, when I was in, like I never ever wanted to do musical theatre. Mm. Like I dropped out of Millennium after six, eight weeks. I was like, I don't want to do musical theatre. I've already experienced commercial life. When I went to LA, obviously <laughs> times were hard. Mm -hmm. um, and Block had this kind of thing with me. They were like, you go to every audition we send you to and we won't send you to anything that we don't think that you can do. Even if you think right. that you won't like it, Trust us, it. just mm. go for it. We're not going to like sabotage you. Because when you have like a sole agent, I guess it's kind of like musical theater here, but I don't know, I've never had one. Like they, it was like we trust each other and they would never send me for like a Travis Wall audition. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do a double pirouette, but like, yeah, but I'm not going to give you. But let's not yeah, send yeah. me to that because it's just a waste of time. Yeah. They were like, oh, Steve Wynn, who owns the Wynn Hotel, is putting on a, uh, I think it was Chicago. And Hugh Jackman is going to do a one-night show in it for his wife's 60th birthday. Awesome. As you do. Yeah. Will you go to the audition? I was like, no. <laughs> like, I've never done musical theater in my life. Like, they're like, yeah, but you kind of have an understanding of it. I was like, yeah, but it doesn't mean I'm going to get it. And I'm also in LA. So I imagine there's at least 10 people 
yeah. that, that are going to get at it least. over me. Yeah. Like, at least. Yeah. So maybe it's not worth me going. And they were like, trust me, just go. You're the only person that's going to look like you there. Like, there's all these different reasons you need to go. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went with zero expectation, ready Ooh. to go. I didn't even put more than two hours on my parking meter. I was like, this is going to be quick. <laughs> Bro, I got through two days. What? I got through two days. I got to like the last 15 boys. Oh my God. Bro, I got through all the dance rounds. Like, blagging my life. I haven't pointed my feet in like five years at yeah, the time. Yeah. Like, technical training has expired. Like, do you know what yeah, I mean? Has expired. <laughs> it has expired. And then they put us uh, down to the, like the last 15 or whatever, and they put us in this room, and then they started asking people what they sing. Like, oh. are you like a... <laughs> Is it like a baritone or all yeah, these different yeah, yeah. terminologies, bro? I didn't even know what they were saying. And they're like, so what are you? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I just said the what the kid before me yeah, said. Yeah. I was like, I'm faking till you make it, innit? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, cool. So I stood in this group and they were all taller than me. I was probably one of the shortest there. So I kind of like stood to the back of the group and everyone was singing and I was miming it. I was nice. like, if I just Classic. don't make any noise, I'm yeah. blend in. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. my job as a commercial dancer, innit? Yeah, like, yeah. blend, bro. Blend. Just blend. blend. So yeah. I'm a blend. And the guy kept looking at our group going, louder <laughs> louder to outside and i was like moving my mouth bigger <laughs> just moving like, making a bigger mouth oh, and God. like he just looked at me when the song was finished and i was like yep. i think he knows yeah i think he's aware cut instantly i've not, I've not breathed for cut the last instantly we yeah, went yeah. out and they were like we're just gonna do a quick cut and they let go like me and another boy who was oh. uh, who was actually garbage but yeah, he, at yeah. least he tried at least he tried yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> but i was like I almost got it my first musical. Nice. I almost got it without singing. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Well, talk about musicals, mate. I did Bat Out of Health two years. And when I, the day before we started Bat, the company manager phoned me up and was like, just so you know, you've got your singing call in the morning. Um, your sheet music will be there. And I was like, well, no, I, I think you've got the wrong guy. <laughs> um, because I won't be doing that, I'm afraid. Uh, and uh, yeah, so there was only me and one other girl, it turned out that in the end we were like, we refused to sing because we've been hired as dancers. So we were the only two people out of a cast, I think it was 34 the first time around. Yeah. That didn't have to sing The touring word. company. The first one, yeah, that okay. went up. So we, yeah, there was like 34, I think something around that. And yeah, we were the only two people that weren't allowed a microphone. Um, and <laughs> I used to have to wear a fake mic on stage because obviously I used to, I mimed the whole show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I could just do what I want because no one could hear me. Like I just got to scream whatever I wanted. The music was so loud. And actually, that was the best part of it. It is the loudest just, show ever. Oh, as well. my God. It's so loud. And I, yeah, unless I was right next to someone else and I could be heard on their mic, mate, I, w I had free range and I made the <laughs> or most. Or no of it. range. Yeah, or no range. And I just had, I had a ball, mate. It was so much fun just miming it. So a when show. you auditioned for that, yeah. did they not ask you to sing? No, because we did, we did like a workshop thing. Um, which was all dance and they said that we were just hiring a couple so we were hired on this belief that it was me and um, this girl called Phoebe and we were hired on this belief that we were just doing duets throughout the whole show so we were just going to reflect like the main couple and uh -huh. we were going to be like shadow duets all that sort of stuff like just yeah. go on stage do your duet piss off like that was that was where i was at when i got the job i was like sweet i'm gonna get paid to just do this um <laughs> i'm a shadow yeah and then i rocked up first day and it was like you, I, I had never done a musical theatre show and I had no idea, bro. And it was like four days of singing, which we just sort of tried to escape. And there was like eight weeks of rehearsals where, oh man, I just never experienced anything like it. I turned out to be dance captain after like two weeks. Well, yeah, because you couldn't do anything else. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. Literally, they were like, you just need to look after the dance. Cause, uh, but I'd never been a dance captain. So then I had to figure out how to like 
oh man it was just like deep end deep end deep end the whole time but that's when um, you learn the most yeah because right? you have to you have to adapt adapt yeah. or die like yeah. yeah yeah well that's the thing um yeah so that, then i ended up adapting exactly what you said and i put balls to the walls again i was like i'm gonna fucking do this i'm gonna do it properly probably didn't sleep much drank way too much alcohol just to get over it um and uh yeah and then somehow i ended up being an associate choreographer just because i was like i'm just gonna go for this just fully commit. yeah yeah and uh then that sort of did you enjoy doing the show love dancing the show because i i watched it probably four or five times and i i met you the first time i watched it yeah, in the auditorium yeah, I and i said and I remember my exact words going, oh my God, I'd love to do this show if I could do it once. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, by, I only ended up doing it for like three months on stage. And uh, yeah, by the end of it, sometimes you go into numbers and you're like, please, please don't make me do this number. But actually, I will say that as far as a show goes, it's a fun show to dance just because so it's like... The, the show is quite hard to follow. Like the oh, story, no like it's like Peter Pan's and oh, mate. like something else together. It's a bit crazy, yeah. But the singing's fantastic. Singing's unreal. The yeah. set is the best set I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's a joke. Especially when it was in um, uh, Coliseum, London mm, one. Yeah, one yeah, one the Coliseum was it? Where we we were Rocky was. Oh yeah, um, Dominion. Dominion. Yeah, when yeah. was it Dominion? Because obviously it's huge. Like it was yeah. fantastic. And then the dancers and the choreo. It was just out, so so strange, but so, so strange, but so visually yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. for like a musical theatre. You know, mm. most of the time it's la di da, poodle yeah. poo, kitty kitty crap. Beautiful. Like, nice. yeah, <laughs> every, every choreographer's fuming right now. Um, <laughs> but I remember watching that, being like, "This is sick!" Like, and I was like, "Like they've just done a whole chorus facing the diagonal. They're not even facing the audience." Oh, mate, we this didn't face so, the, the front. Yeah, face the front like once at like, the end. Yeah, yeah I was like, mental. "This is so bizarre," but I yeah. loved it. And I remember being like, "This." is so sick but i couldn't do that every night no yeah it's but eight shows a week for any show is like mm. it's just hard graft man musical theater you've got to give props to people that do musical theater and just say you do this and like especially with shows like hamilton or whatever that are like physically and audibly difficult challenging mm. shows like I, i've seen hamilton twice i think i saw one slight mistake in the whole thing like it was so tight yeah like flawless tight and they do that eight shows a week with all their heart, with all the rest of it. And I just think that that is like, yeah, you have to be a serious artist to be able to pull that off. And and you're stay, an athlete. Like, yeah, you're well. an athlete, like, and you, you have I mean? to stay invested. Like, it's it's they earn that. I think it sometimes in a commercial dance field, people go, oh, I want to be a commercial dancer, and they look sort of look down on MT a little bit. Like, oh, oh that was me. Yeah, like you sold out. You do musical theatre shows, but actually, like the people that can. Uh, outstand and, and withstand like a year eight shows contract. a week off your yeah. year. Well, that's how you're going to buy your house, mate, because you're not buying your house off a commercial contract. No. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Not unless like, you're doing a tours. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're doing a tour and you booked a great one. Yeah. Sweet, man. But if you're going from job to job, yeah. you work one week. Very rare. Unless you're like a Jay Ravel who did every single job. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very difficult. 100%. It's a hard industry, man. But musical theatre, like, you have to you have to have a cardio you have to have yeah. a stamina you have to have like a, a mind frame but you've to get you, you kind of experienced that because you've done blaze as well yeah but so we you... had a sweet we had a sweet deal on blaze mate we did like we were lucky man we were in turkey for a month just doing like living it up doing a show that we loved like i i, I wouldn't even we didn't even do the full show we did like 45 minutes set really oh man we had it good chilling yeah we had it good chilling yeah, we did like two shows a day of like 45 minutes set. Again, maximum. great show, no story. 
No story. No story. All. Didn't get it at all. But no. dancing was dope. Entertainment. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the opening night in London when it was first done. Mm. And like it was like Lizzie, Pete, like uh, I there. think Bebo Machine. Yeah, they had some like crazy that. And I was Bebo's, like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Yeah. If you'd asked me at the end what it was about, I couldn't tell you, but no, it no, was no. fresh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some, and some of the artists in that. There's a guy called Ruben Chi. Oh, um, yeah. Un- unreal. One of the best dancers I've ever come across in my life. Right. Like, just just uh, and, uh, like the the heart of a fucking diamond like unbelievable guy he's so quiet oh he's such a lovely and guy and so lovely but you watch him dance and you're like yo like you, you deserve to be like i don't want a story with you i just want to watch like i want to be entertained yeah. by you do you know what i mean we were, we did dance 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 and we were doing uh, like a bruno mars cover and they what they do is in dance 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 they bring in extra dancers mm. like who are guests I don't know if they got paid or not, but they bring in extra dancers to like as extras. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was always like, not like you're looking, you don't look down on them, but I was like, okay, like they've only doing this number this week. Like I'm doing eight numbers. Yeah, like yeah. leave me alone. Like I'm stressed. Um, like they yeah. keep changing every four seconds as it was. So it was like a nightmare job. And like, if you're coming in just to do like a few eights, like don't start moaning to me and complaining. And he was super chill and we were rehearsing stuff and he asked me like a question and I was like, yeah, it's, I think we do this. And he was like, okay, bro. And I was like, oh, that was a nice, like pleasant thing. It hasn't spoke guy. all day. Yeah, That's yeah. the only thing he yeah. said. Like, had no idea who he was. Bro, we went on stage for the tech rehearsal and he, like, we do like a transition doing like a pace and he, passes in front of me as I go back and I was already thinking the extra is going to go in the front like <laughs> <laughs> bro, this guy he, in went, front of me. he went past me and I was like oh I shouldn't be on stage with this dude no like, like this dude is this serious. dude is unreal yeah, I had yeah. no idea who he was bro yeah. and I was like it's like we said earlier face value right like yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't know you who he was just the extra yeah. bro I was like this guy yeah. I was like let's just give him the whole show oh, he mate. can do the main track I'll yeah. be the extra yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like I, but that's so true though isn't it you go into rehearsal and you're like oh or I've been the guy that's the extra or I've been the guy and the company don't really talk to you that much and you're a bit like, oh, cool, man. Because I'm stressed, fed up. And yeah, yeah. Well, not because I'm a dick. Yeah, yeah, but not because you're a dick, but like, that's, that's just what it is. Like, you're, you're, you're grafting. But you immediately, as the extra, you put yourself in this box of like, oh, I'm not as good as these guys or I'm not as this or like, and then you forget that actually like that guy, like same as Ruben, man. Like, Bro. the guys, you just, you just go, oh, actually everyone's got their own journey everyone's on their own little path and maybe this guy's just earning 100 quid or whatever doing this today because he's bored but yeah exactly like, but actually <laughs> could be doing the maddest yeah oh maddest in my head stuff. i'm like let's give him the whole damn number like yeah. oh mate he's um, <laughs> he roast all of us but a lot with a lot of battle dancers and uh freestylers same thing is they don't work a lot commercially i mean some of them do every so often or whatever but and then you see them and you're like oh you can do all of this yeah. like Frankie could easily go on a stage yeah, with any bro. one of us. He did Kylie with us. Yeah, and he had roast, a whole solo and roast the whole thing. Didn't want to go on stage after him. No. I was like, no, no, he should stay on. That's what I mean. He can roast the whole thing and then just go to a circle and just be like, oh, by the way, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just a heads up, I'm the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's mad. What but, made you start going into like the? Because I remember like last year or the year before, you made the mm. decision to like you wanted to do just a boo. Yeah, I wanted to try and battle more. Oh, I don't know, man. I think, again, it was an ego thing of being like, I have to prove myself. Otherwise, people don't think that I'm good at this. I think it was an ego thing. Um, and also, I, was, I got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm training really hard. Like, I'm quite comfortable with this now. Like, I'm, like I can hold my own. I'm in circles. I'm in ciphers. I'm in the rest of it. Um, so maybe I should just try and battle. But it's just not for, like, I just, I'm not a strong enough person mentally 
to feel that sense of comfort in that environment. Like mm. to, to, it's just the composure that I miss and I tune out of, if I can just sit back and just tune into the music, I'm sweet. But it's the composure of being able to do that in front of, you know, a hundred people in a small circle, yeah. I think. And I wanted to do it, I think, like I said, for e maybe for ego's sake to be like, yo, I've trained these styles. Like I'm putting the hours in, man. Like I'm, I'm like, cause I, cause I was, I was putting hours yeah, and were, hours bro. in. Because um, it was when you were doing when you were choreographing bat, yeah, like you'd yeah. be in that studio upstairs. You'd post like training clips, yeah, and you'd yeah. be like, "Damn, he, he lives in that studio." Yeah, I was I was training, man. Um, and I guess I just thought I had something to prove, but uh, but I always just I always just bottle it, or I'm too scared, or I you know no no. I think I think a thing with freestyle and dance in general, unless you're unless unless you're at that stage where you're so comfortable in what you're doing. No one will ever see you at your best. No one will ever see you in the place where you're like, mm. this is my spot. This is like the freestyle. Some of the freestyles I did last night, I was like, oh man, like I'm really in this. Like I'm doing some stuff that I don't normally do and I feel really good. Um, but the moment I would try and bring out a camera, I'd be like, oh man, no one's ever going to see that. Like I just have to accept that that's for me. You yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and I think that that's the thing with battling is that I'm... Uh, I just have to accept that I'm not going to be seen at the the point where I'm I'm the best, mm. you know, or not I'm the best, but I'm the best version of, of me. me. Um, and maybe I'd like to go back to it at some point and give it another go. But right now, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'd have to put the hours in again. Yeah. Because yeah. I was intrigued. Like when you said that you're going to battle, I was like, is it? Is he trying to do it because he wants to be a battlehead, or is he just want to go and share? Yeah. Like, that's, just, and that's yeah. why I say with Frankie, like mm. I did podcast with him. I'm like, in my head, Frankie's not battling people when he goes and does no. a battle. Yeah, He's just sure. going and showcasing him. Yeah. And my knowledge of battling is like b-boy battling. Yeah. Like I know yeah. that side of battling and that is against yeah. each other. It's very much like I'm going to outdo you and it's quite yeah. confrontational and it gets a bit beefy, mm. but with like house and stuff like that, I never really see that. No, I think that's that what one beautiful thing about house battles is that, a lot of the time they, they are just sharing I mean sometimes it gets quite heated depending mm. on the person or whatever I mean I haven't seen much so <laughs> no, but but, uh, but most of it is is like yeah it's like there's more of a sharing sense because it comes the dance comes from that you know it comes mm. from a club where you've shared an exchange with someone or you've danced with a partner or you've whatever so it comes from that place so I think actually the battles in house don't have that animosity that sort of aggression to it whereas breaking did come from gangs and mm. all the rest of it so it, you know it's the root of it yeah um so I think that's kind of why I wanted to battle house as well. Not necessarily that it's the style I'm best at, just because I was like, if I'm going to battle any style where I feel like I'm accepted, um, maybe, accept maybe, you, yeah, yeah. maybe it's house. Um, so yeah. But yeah, maybe maybe one day I'll get back to it. Yeah, man, it's, it, it, it's super fascinating because like I said, my journey was very much, I had one thing in mind and it was that. And you've mm. managed to like kind of... Oh, bro, I've just followed Dude, the wind. You've, like, done yeah. circles. Like, you've done yeah. all the different genres. And, like, you've done stadium with Spice Girls. And then yeah. you've done musical. You've done yeah. Turkey and Blaze. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, the bloody... Also, recent... Because I think my most recent sort of, like, avenue for the last year or so has been working with Kate in in Zoo Nation shows. Because that was always my dream. Actually, mm -hmm. you know when you were like, this is where I want to end up? Mm -hmm. When I went to college... I saw Into the Hoods before I went and I was like, that's where I want to be. Like, and I auditioned for her shows for like five years and I didn't, I didn't get shit. Yeah, I auditioned um, like three times for Into the Hoods. I got into Zoo Nation and started yeah, doing yeah. stuff for Zoo Nation, but I never did Into the Hoods, but that was my, yeah, yeah. I wanted to do that. Yeah, 100%. I remember I was working in Dubai doing a uh, contract that um, 
earned me some good savings, but probably wasn't the best uh, for my dance career maybe. But I had a great time and yeah, I was very grateful for it. But uh, I heard that they were auditioning for Into the Hoods again um, while I was out there. So I was like, yo, I am gonna train so hard. So I put like, I would finish my shows. I'd go up to the studio and train for like two hours. I'd just train my foundations for like two hours every night. Um, and I remember coming back and being like, this is my time. Like, yo, I've put the hours in, I've I'm ready. This. Yeah, I'm ready. And I got, I did the audition, the two day audition at the end of it. Um, I didn't get the job. And I like, I went into like mourning for like three days. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to mourn this job because yeah. I thought this was my one path. Like I thought this was like, now I finally found my route. Um, but I think that's the thing with dancers. You, as long as you stay open, some other shit will come about and you never, it's, it never goes the way you think it's going to go. Mm. But not that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that um, that was a big thing with the Zoo Nation shows. It's like, I always want to tick this off, but maybe it's not for me right now. And maybe I'm not that guy. I'm not ready for it or blah, 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 you know? Um, and recently I've had to learn to be ready for it. Yeah. Because it is a different um So what were you fish. doing with Kate? Did some like a hip hop and then I did message in a bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, just before I'm gutted I didn't get to see message in a bottle lockdown lockdown uh, we lockdown got locked it out yeah real quick. lockdown yeah but um, it was a it's an interesting show it's definitely one to watch mm. um, it's the talent man I spoke to Lyndon about it he explained it quite a bit to me <sighs> the cast like some of the cast are just crazy to dance on stage with people like Gavin and Jai and Tommy and people like that mm. just like you guys are beasts man Tommy's like oh Tommy I don't, I don't even want to discuss Tommy because like I, but it yeah. just you don't see him right yeah. he just disappears off the face of the earth for like a year mm. and every time you go on his Facebook he's like climbing a rock or something yeah, yeah. like do you know what I mean and then boom next thing he's like killing shows and like mm. obviously Zoo Nation's go to yeah. but like even like when he was choreographing Strictly and stuff like that I'm like. I know. Like, he's not been here for two yeah, years like he's been climbing mountains yeah. and now he comes back and he's roasting everyone yeah and he does a good job of it man bro he's so sick what was nice was to see Jai play his role because obviously Tommy is phenomenal um, but to see someone like Jai play a role that was been made for Tommy and to see his adaptation of it and like the artistry of a different human being I mean Jai, Jai is like an alien but that's what it was quite humble to work on a job like that because you just like i'd sit and watch it sometimes because again dance captain or just because i wasn't always on stage um and just being like yo this is my job and i get to watch you as my job i get to watch someone that i truly admire do something that i love with all my heart you know what i mean so it's like it was a real like this is nice yeah. like this is the good place this is where i'm safe where i'm like now i'm content you know yeah um so yeah, I was quite lucky. That is a, is a good job to be on. Do you have any jobs that like you've stuck out but you've despised? I'm sure you have, but I haven't despised. I, 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 um, I actually struggled a lot on the Spice Girls tour, to be honest. I found that, um, but again, that was my own insecurities. I wasn't comfortable in the skin that I was put in for the show. Yeah. Um, and I think if I was to go back to do it again now, I'd I'd really love to do it again and just go my favorite phrase balls to the walls and just be whoever I want to be on stage. But mm -hmm. I think I pigeonholed myself of who I thought I should have been in that show. And I think cause it was a different environment for me and cause I was head to toe in fluffy pink and doing choreography that I'm not used to. I think I just was like, Oh man, I'm, I'm I can't do this. That happens. Yeah. Though, yeah. Like I did a, I spoke with Michelle the other night and we were talking about like when we did Kylie and I was like, it was such a sick job. It was such a sick cast until I was on stage. 
mm. and the costume I was in, I was so vulnerable. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I felt so insecure. Like mm. my whole thing is like I'm. You know, uh, we have this thing like you, and especially with athletes, like you're you perform at your best when you feel your best. Yeah. Like and in that moment, like as soon as you put on the costumes, I felt vulnerable. I didn't feel my best. I didn't feel cool. I felt insecure. I felt like sure. this is not me, mm. and therefore no one got to see the best me. You know what I mean? Like I didn't perform the best. Even my energy on the job was probably cack. Like now I think back, I was probably a bit of a dick. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I was, I was in the start. Because I was like, I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think that's, that's a big thing is we were uncomfortable, but how much, how nice would it be if you just went, oh man, I'm okay with this and I can just be comfortable with this. It's fine. And I wish I would have done that from day one and not sort of put myself, like I just, I just, I struggled with a lot of stuff and I think exactly what you just said, I just got uncomfortable, more and more uncomfortable by day and then by the time I got on stage, it took me like eight shows to feel good on stage and we did, I think we did 11 shows so it wasn't until we got to Wembley where I was like, now I'm just calm, like let me just do this which is such a shame because what an opportunity, you know? Yeah, Um, but it it happens and I also think like for me, like if I've been around dancers which I want to impress or like a choreographer, like it was with uh, like Ashley and Jenny. It's like two people mm. that I really respect and yeah, I really yeah. I, I admire them. Mm-hmm. Like and I, they, I I don't use that term like freely, you know. No, like yeah, I admire yeah. them. I'm like yeah, for sure. Like their work ethic, the how they conduct a rehearsal, mm-hmm. how lovely they are. Yeah. And then it's like, I was then a dick or more annoyed because I wasn't happy with me. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. and I didn't give the best version of me. 100%. And I do think a part of that is like maybe an age thing as well even though i was mm. like i wasn't young i was 25 26 but I just wasn't i didn't deal with it in a mature way no but it's again it's like we said a learning earlier, curve it's about being comfortable with yourself right yeah 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 exactly it's about it's about being comfortable with who you are as a human being so then when you go into that environment you know who you are mm. and you're you're calm to be like i'm not going to be a dick here because actually i can deal with this situation i'm not you haven't put me in this number, fine, whatever. You put me third from the back for the other number, cool. I'm not going to get like, oh man, I'm not good enough. Or, <laughs> you, know, I'm, you know, I'm just going to be okay with it. And I think that's, that's a hard lesson to learn. And I think it's still a lesson that I'm learning now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I but think what, that's... And it's, what's really interesting for me is I've not had to experience that in such a long time. Mm. Like I've been doing Dream Boys now for four years. Well, this yeah, would be mad. my fourth year. Crazy. like you know what i mean so yeah. i've i've i'm comfortable there i'm mm-hmm. comfortable dancing yeah, my top yeah. off being a man like <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean like yeah like that's my comfort place yeah so now i've had so much time where i've not had to feel i mean there are moments of feeling uncomfortable of course there are lots of moments being uncomfortable yeah. in that job yeah. but like uh being in a position where it's like for someone who i've admired for such a long time and mm-hmm. then not being feeling i can fulfill that yeah you know yeah. what i mean and yeah, actually totally. that holding me back where I've not had that for so long, it's been a blessing because it's like, I've really got to go. I've had such a comfortable ride for the past uh-huh. four years. I wish I could go back and do all those tough things again. Yes. And yeah. I would see it with such a different way. Now, yeah, of course. But know? again, a part of everything happens yeah, for sure. in a timeline for a reason, you know? Yeah. So the next thing that you head to or whatever else, then you'll be more prepared or you might hit another challenge and be like, yo, I'm not ready for I'm this one. Ready yet. For this yeah, one. Yeah, 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 which exactly. I'm sure will happen. Yeah, you know? of course. Of course. Um, what, what's your goal now for the future? Like what do you see for like the next say in five years time? Uh, uh, this is such a thing for me at the moment because I don't, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, 
when I was when I was coming when I was coming up. Uh, when I was say coming out then. When I was coming out. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I know you got the trousers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor color. Uh, when I was coming um, up, I think I really wanted to be like a, I, well, I really wanted to be a choreographer, and I started making a lot of stuff. And not necessarily, I wanted to be a contemporary choreographer when I was in college, and when I left college, and then I sort of just sort of uh, pussied out basically. I just went, oh, it'll be easier to just earn money quickly and try and do jobs that, you know, I can earn a bit of dough. Um, and I think maybe I'd like to try and get back to that more movement choreography side of things and more artistic side of things and not necessarily class choreo and blah, blah, blah. More like yeah, conceptual stage like, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the only thing that I I, um, I would like to take off before I back away or, or go into different uh, avenues. But I think that's the one thing that, at some point, I'm not ready for it yet, but at some point I want to try and do in the next sort of five, 10 years. Yeah. I always, everyone I speak to who like has done that, I'm always intrigued how they transitioned because that transition is so hard. Like how do you just stop and go, I'm a creative now? Well, this is the thing. And right, right now it's also, because you've always been a creative, Yeah, but it's just now, how do you be seen as one by people who are going to employ you? Right. Like obviously you have to maybe speak to an agent and be like, I want to be seen in this sort of way. But like, if you've got nothing to show, how do you get that option? Oh, if, like you can't be like, here's my yeah yeah like here's my folder of work like yeah yeah you've got to work. How do you get yeah? How do you start that? Like I guess you start by making concept videos. Well, or this like is the big thing is that you stuff. have to start by making concept videos. But I don't really want to. That's not that's not where I want to end up. Like I don't want to. I want to make stuff for stage, and I want to make movement that that has a great. I mean, sort of along the lines of of what. Kate and Tony and people like that and, and mm. Kemrick have done maybe not to that scale but that's the sort of route I'd like to head down but that's not concept videos that's like that's making movement in a rehearsal room and creating a piece and showing the piece to people but that is again arts council funding mm. that's like all of that side of things which is a whole nother avenue and it's a whole nother like private funding sector you have to you have to have this um you have to be aware of uh how to apply for stuff and how to get money through certain schemes and blah, blah, blah. So mm. I think, I, I don't know, I, at some point I would like to try mm. and go down that route. Do you know uh, Freddie Heddleston? Christy Belfield's yeah, fiance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nice guy. That's, yeah, yeah, and super talented. Like, that's what he did. So he wanted to be a choreographer because mm. he was, like, assisting people all the time, but there was no job. So he made a show at his local yeah, theatre and then it started working like and it travelled he just created it off his yeah. own back and was like I'm going to create like but it, obviously it's far harder than no, but no, but <laughs> that it is, sounds but, but I'm like but again we, we say it's harder than it sounds because we go yo I can't do that but actually but I'm sure you could create a show easy like yeah, between sure. you and Colette you could do a two person show yeah like, for sure Yeah, it, it just depends on what scale it is I think yeah. when we think of I want to be a choreographer for a creative uh, my brain automatically goes to you want to be uh, Brian Freeman well you can't mm. just create that you can't just create a show for Kylie like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that doesn't just happen or yeah. for like whoever yeah. but if you want to create like stage stuff like yeah you you can start small if you don't mm. have funding and stuff and build it yeah I think at some point um, again I'm not I'm not I'm, I, I, right now mm. I just want to get uh, I'm waiting to hear back from my job today and then if I get it I'll just go on stage I'll get told what to do and I'll just be a dancer for a bit Yeah. which I'm sweet with after sitting in lockdown for five months Yeah. like I just want someone to go yo can you do this bit can you do this section can you do that happily do it train in my own time that's what I want right now but in time I think we'll we'll try and tra transition that good old word Yeah. that famous word transition into a, a more of a creative role I'm sure you will who knows no man. doubt
even if it's just from your garden, bro. Yeah, well, yeah. Live, live <laughs> it is most it. of the time like, from my garden, mate. <laughs> live stream yeah. show, get people to donate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't do any of that stuff. I mean, I don't know how you found lockdown, but I didn't do... Um, but I, I loved it. Yeah, man. I genuinely loved it. Yeah. Obviously, it was tragic. And there's horrible things happening. Yeah. And people are struggling in different ways. But for me personally, mm. it was a disconnect from all everything I, but i got to actually reconnect or connect more yeah. with Ge with georgia we've just mm -hmm. bought a place we just yeah, got engaged yeah, yeah. we got to spend oh congrats thanks bro yeah an, an intense five six months together mm. like never had that before in yeah. six years never had that like Mad. always been away like like a part-time relationship you know yeah yeah and it's like oh sh this is this, this is, is real. this is yeah, nice yeah. life like i've just kind of been offered the job now to go to denmark for six months and i'm like wait the bodyguard yeah what when did you get the email? Oh, well, let's not do this over the podcast. <laughs> okay, let's save this. Well, I, I speaking to Sonny separately. Oh, okay. So it's not, but it's like... That's what I'm waiting on. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sick. We'll get the email today. So I, I'm considering it, but Damn. I'm like, I don't want to be away. Yeah, that's fair. That long, the well, first part's long. Mate, if you, take, if you don't take the job, I reckon I'm taking your role. So <laughs> you decide. You no, decide I'm, what's I'm best I'm for you. I'm not going away for that long. Okay, sweet. I'm that's... old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like even that, like it's making me go... Like I'd love to do the job because it's something I've never never done a musical. For sure, never experienced it. Sunny, yeah, Pedersen, like great, that's yeah, that's God, amazing, like, yeah, he's dope. But it's like I'm just not in that place where I can go away for that long. Yeah, and like yeah. you know, like I'm not in that place. Like I've just bought just bought a place. <laughs> like I wanna, yeah. I'm trying to create something stable here now, and uh -huh. for me to go away yeah, is I like that. totally. I'm losing the foundation that I'm trying to. Build, build which you have been building yeah well, which yeah. i've been trying to build yeah. over the beginning of over like lockdown and like will it pull away from me investing time into the podcast like yeah. there's all these different things so lockdown for me has been a great thing because i've got to evaluate all this yeah i've not been sure. traveling with dream boys four days a week i've got to go right what do i want yeah for the future yeah instead of just going with the flow because i feel like we get caught up in that right we just go well, well, I'll do whatever's next. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is actually where I'm, well, that's the exact point I'm at right now. But yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm comfortable with. Yeah, but how old that. are you, bro? Yeah, 20, 28. That's what I'm saying. Am I 28? Yeah, I'm 28. Am I 28? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think, but you're 30 now, right? Mm. But I think, shh, don't tell anyone. Uh, but I think that's the thing. I think I could do this. I dance like I'm 29, though. Oh, mate, you dance like you're 38. Um, <laughs> I think I could do this for a couple more years, max. Yeah, and then then maybe transition out of it. But yeah, yeah I'm still in that place where I want to, because I did bat for two years being a creative, and I didn't dance on stage for like... Did you miss it? Yeah, I did, That's man. probably why you wanted a battle, bro. Yeah, yeah, because I was you just like... You needed a reason to do a show. Yeah, for like, sure. <laughs> But yeah. You needed a round of applause. <laughs> I didn't get it. It wasn't No, great. it just makes sense. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this right. is my new favorite question. I'll ask everyone before we okay. peace out. Well, well, I've got two. So if you could give advice to someone coming up, what sure. would it be? Oh, I, I don't want to do this stereotypical be humble, work hard, but be humble and work hard. Uh, boring. Boring. <laughs> uh, no, I think if you're coming up right now, I think just go like, don't close any doors. Mm. Don't pigeonhole yourself. Be open to trying new things. Train hard. And it, also, it's not training if you enjoy it. Like, it's just, it's, it's, people will say work hard. I've never thought of me freestyling, like, never thought of me freestyling for two and a half hours as work. I've always just gone, sweet man, I want to go dance. Like, it's not working hard if you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So just like, focus on finding the love for it and keeping the love for it. And the rest of it will make sense, if that yeah, makes sense. For sure. Um, yeah, that's my, my main Dope. advice.
yeah. like that. Last one. If aliens came now to Earth Great and question. said... Already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't stoned when I thought this. Already. No, no, okay. Um, if aliens came from wherever they come from and mm. got you and were like, you have to give us the best dancer on Earth right now. Oh, God. Or you're all going to die. And we're taking them away. Who's my dancer? Yeah, who's your dancer be? Holy shit. It's hard, right? I asked this to Michelle and he answered it so quick. It was, I was like, it's like he knew. Uh, I'm sure there's so many people in America, but I just don't know them. Yeah, um, yeah, who you know, bro. It's not like... For the sake of, from what I've been witnessing recently, I'm actually going to say, and, and I don't want to pedestal him even more, but I would actually say at the moment, I think Jai could be that alien. Yeah. Like... As a human being, he is an alien. Yeah. I think he'd fit better with his own people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like if he went up to space, he'd be like, oh, now I make sense. But I do think he's one of them human beings that you, um, if he put his mind to something, he he will achieve it. Mm. Um, and uh, it's been quite inspirational to see him from, from quite young. Like, I saw some footage of him not too long ago, uh, but it was when he was must have been about 15, 16. And bro, he was he's, bad. Bro, he's better than me. No, then, no, no, like, no, but he wasn't. I watched the footage and I was like, what, oh, he's not good. I, well, he when wasn't. He, when he was in Zoo Nation. Okay, when he was in Zoo, but he it was, was like, sick. it was early on Zoo. So it was okay. like, uh, he must have been 14, 15. And he wasn't bad. He was still a great dancer, but like. Well, like, compared he, to now. But compared to now. And it just made me think like, um, that even even him where we all just go, you're supernatural. You're so good at it. He's gra Like he's put the time in. Mm. He's put the effort in, you know. Um, so I think the best dancer is the one that, will always be the one that puts the, the time in and puts yeah. the, the effort in. Yeah. Um, he just happens to be an alien as well. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember watching, um, what was that film? The Cats one. Oh, Cats. cats. <laughs> the Cats one. <laughs> the Cats one? Yeah, the, yeah. Crap, the crap film about cats. Yeah. Um, I remember watching that and the film's terrible. Shout out. Dancers are fantastic, but the film's shocking. I remember seeing Jai in it and being like, oh, Jai should just do everything in this. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he should oh, just like, do everything in this film because oh, like he actually looks like a cat. Yeah, like, you don't have moves, a limit. He yeah. moves like a cat. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but probably just because someone said move like a cat. Yeah. Because actually, if you said move like a fucking lion, he'd move like oh, a still it's a cat. cat. <laughs> Shit. What a terrible example. But um, you know what I mean? Like, he just has that ability to <laughs> move be like, like a bigger cat. Move like a cat that's bigger and more aggressive. Sure, no worries. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, do you know what I mean? Though yeah, yeah. he's just he's just one of those dancers that can can adapt. Mm, for sure. That's yeah. a good choice. Thank you. So he's off the Mars. Bye, Jai. Jai, you're probably never going to listen to this, but if you do, I'm I want that. I'll I want, send it to him. I want my money. <laughs> money. Bro, thank you so much. Thanks this for having me. This has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. And I hope to have you on again soon. Fingers crossed. Peace out, peeps. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star review and rating on iTunes and share the podcast with your friends and family. This episode was brought to you by the Ins and Outs Mentorship Program starting this September in Birmingham. Go to my Instagram at MrBullChange or at the Ins and Outs Podcast for more information or email me to find out more. One love, stay safe. Bye.